0: The Isle of Tesoro sits amidst the brilliant blue hues of the Caribbean Sea. It is the 1700s. European expansion is at its peak. Claims to the New World include the Caribbean, where Spain has erected the village of Puerto Dorado upon Isla Tesoro. Despite its fortifications, Puerto Dorado is exposed, for living on an island in the middle of the Caribbean comes at a cost. This is the golden age of piracy. Aside from the occasional threat of hurricanes or supply shortages, something else lurks in the night. Take heed, and beware, the pirates of the Caribbean. Howdy, folks! Your attention, please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. To all who come to this happy place, welcome to welcome to Discoveryland. My name is Victoria and I will be your guide on this adventure through Yesterday, Tomorrow and Fantasy. 1967 was an important year in Disneyland's history. It was the year of the big Tomorrowland remake which finally gave that area of the park the cohesiveness that it had long lacked. With it came attractions such as the People Mover, Flight to the Moon, America the Beautiful, Carousel of Progress, and Adventure through Inner Space. On the other end of the park, Pirates of the Caribbean opened in New Orleans Square. At the time it was an incredibly complex and state-of-the-art attraction unlike any Disneyland had ever seen. It was one of the final attractions that Walt Disney himself oversaw. Passing on the year before, however, he did not live to see its opening. When Pirates of the Caribbean opened, it enjoyed incredible success and was also developed for Walt Disney World, where it opened in 1973. In 2020, iterations of Pirates of the Caribbean also exist at Tokyo Disneyland Disneyland Paris, and Shanghai Disneyland. Pirates of the Caribbean is famous for several key reasons. Firstly, it is a water flume ride, which guests travel through in a boat. Each boat is assigned a name, and most of them are in the Southern female tradition with names such as Angelique, Eloise, and Louisa. Secondly, there is the leisurely voyage through the bayou, in which a soft banjo can be heard while fireflies dance across the darkened water and shooting stars fly across the sky. Then there's the Blue Bayou Restaurant, which opened the same day as the attraction and sits inside the bayou portion of the ride. There are the caves filled with relics of the past, which transition into a variety of scenes featuring the pirates in their heyday. There is the memorable soundtrack, featuring the well-known Yo-Ho! A Pirate's Life for Me, written by composer George Bruns and Imagineer Xavier Atencio. And then, of course, there are the pirates. The attraction contains over 75 audio-animatronics of various pirates and inhabitants of Puerto Dorado, each of which bring Isla Tesoro to life. One of the most memorable moments in Pirates of the Caribbean is the auction scene. A pirate auctioneer, voiced by Paul Fries of the Haunted Mansion fame, offers the local women of Puerto Dorado to the highest bidder. The somber women wait in line for their turn to be sold. A banner advertising the scene reads, auction, take a wench for a bride. The auctioneer presents a large woman named Tiny, who is overly excited given her circumstances, to pirate bidders on the other side of the flume. However, it is not this woman the pirates are interested in. No, they have their eye on a particularly beautiful woman who also seems eager to join the pirate ranks. We, we watch, watch the, the red head. Head. We, we watch the, the red head. Head. <laughs> The redhead is dressed in scarlet and magenta hues. Her ensemble includes an oversized hat, a stylish dress, black stockings, and heeled shoes. Her dress includes a fitted bodice with puffy pink sleeves that look to be made of silk. They match her skirt, which covers a white petticoat. Her shoes have jewel-encrusted buckles. The redhead is wearing elaborate makeup which includes sharply defined eyebrows, blue eyeshadow, black eyeliner and mascara, blushed cheeks, and red lips. Her curly red locks come to rest at the bottom of her neck, meeting her porcelain complexion. The redhead's right hand is raised, alluding to her large hat. Her left hand is delicately clenching her skirt, which she is raising to give a glimpse of her leg to the pirates. She bats her eyes and flaunts her beauty. Strike your colors, you brazen wench. No need to expose your superstructure." The auctioneer declares at her enthusiasm. The stylish redhead, who may very well be the most popular girl in town, is eager to embark on a new destiny with the pirates. (laughs) The redhead originated with Disney legend and Imagineer, Mark Davis, who was responsible for the concepts that influenced the look and scenes within the attraction. Davis, of course, was one of Walt Disney's nine old men, whom had worked for him originally as an animator. In season two, we learned about Davis's influence on the Haunted Mansion. For Pirates of the Caribbean, Davis created renderings of the town's inhabitants and its pirates, envisioning various scenarios that the characters could engage in. His wife, Disney legend Alice Davis, worked on the pirates' costumes. In his early concepts, Mark Davis created two characters that he referred to as Stupid Pirate and Redhead. In the artwork, the Stupid Pirate holds the rope that is affixed to the redhead's waist. Much like in the attraction, the redhead is referencing her beauty while lifting her skirt. As with many of Davis's renderings, the scene would be included in the final attraction. In Pirates of the Caribbean, the redhead actually appears twice. When we see her during the auction scene, little do we know that we may have already met her. Earlier in the ride, as we are meandering through the treasure-filled caves, a Mark Davis painting hangs above a bar where two pirate skeletons are seen drinking. Referred to as a portrait of things to come, the painting depicts a redhead who has fully embraced the pirate's life, living up her dream amongst the luxuries of her pirate loot. Is this the same redhead? Perhaps. One of the things Disneyland did so well in the past was leave certain things, to the imagination. For 50 years, the auction scene in Pirates of the Caribbean remained mostly unchanged. The premise was certainly always the same, with the wenches being auctioned off by their pirate captors. But as Walt Disney once said, Disneyland will never be completed as long as there is imagination left in the world. And in 2017, Disney announced a reimagining of the auction scene. They provided concept art of the remake. Instead of the auctioning of kidnapped young women, the townspeople would now be forced by the pirates to auction off their possessions. And the redhead, now known as Red was at the forefront of the auction as a member, the only female member, in fact, of the pirate gang. The new redhead would no longer be enthusiastic about joining the pirates as a kidnapped slave, but as a pirate herself. When Pirates of the Caribbean emerged from refurbishment with its new auction scene in June 2018, guests were able to see the transition scene for themselves. As with any time that Disney makes changes to its classic attractions, the alteration was met with a mix of praise and disappointment. Some decried the change as being politically correct, an alteration that downplayed the brutality of pirates. Others praised the change as being progressive, a move that corrected what even Walt Disney once allegedly believed to have possibly been an inappropriate moment in the ride. No matter the point of view, though, the new Red is clearly having a good time encouraging the auctioneer to cancel his auction of a flock of hens for a stash of rum her pirate comrades are eager to bid on. Along with their reopened ride, a new face character of Red made her debut in New Orleans Square, interacting with guests eager to meet her. Merchandise, including a Funko Pop figurine, was also unveiled. Rumors of Red as the main character in the next Pirates of the Caribbean installment also began to surface, though no official announcements have been made regarding potential sequels to the franchise. As Disneyland continues to grow, evolve, and prosper, further changes and enhancements are likely to come to its attractions, including those as beloved as Pirates of the Caribbean. Hopefully, such changes augment what we already love about our favorite attractions and continue to cement the legacy of Walt Disney's original Magic Kingdom. There's no place like Disneyland, and around every corner of the park is some hidden history waiting to be discovered. I hope you'll join me next time for another adventure into the vibrant history of the Magic Kingdom. I'd love to hear from you. You can write to Discoveryland by emailing discoverylandshow at yahoo.com or find us on Facebook and Instagram at discoverylandshow and on Twitter at discoverylandvc. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, Disneyland has now ended its normal operating day. We hope you've enjoyed your visit to the Magic Kingdom and that you'll be back with us again soon.